listening to the Frugal Spender podcast, where we have conversations about the one thing you've always been told not to talk about, personal finance. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Frugal Spender podcast. This is episode number 48. Today I'm going to be talking about the psychological effects of being debt-free, how it has positively impacted my life and how I think it can impact yours in a similar way too. Now in today's consumer-driven I-want-it-now society, the burden of debt has become all too common and in many situations it is the most overwhelming aspect of many people's lives. Whether it's overdrafts, buy now, pay later, credit card debt, car finance, personal loans or even mortgages, Debt can cast a long shadow on an individual's financial well-being and psychological health. When I talk to people about why I dislike debt and why I think you could live a much better life without it, I am often met with two types of people. On one side, people have felt the burden of debt and have realised there is a better way to live financially, and there is the other, more vocal side. This side often has debt themselves in the form of buy now, pay later, or the most common one, car finance, and will argue that debt is good until they're blue in the face, as long as you're responsible. And the key part of that argument is being responsible. The truth is, nobody gets into debt thinking they're going to be irresponsible. It's often other causes that force people into hardship, maybe a lost job or an emergency that forces them to borrow more and spiral out of control. Sadly, it takes sometimes situations like this for people to feel what debt really can do to you. Yes, people can out-earn their stupidity and their debt. They can get a huge mortgage and finance the nice cars when all is well and they have a nice steady high income. But from my experience, these people often do not have enough to get by for three months if everything came to a halt. And this exposes one big issue with the way people think about money in this country. Personal finance is only partially about the numbers. The majority of it is knowledge and more importantly, emotion. There's a reason the phrase buy low, sell high is repeated when it comes to investing. Something that should be pretty self-evident, right? Well, why then do all the stats show that when it comes to investing and particular trading, this is the exact opposite of what people do? And that's because we all get FOMO when something's on the rise. Think 2020 and Bitcoin. And that's when we buy. And we then get scared the moment it drops in value, which is the exact time you shouldn't sell. And everybody jumps ship. But why? Because money is deeply rooted in our emotions, and that couldn't be more true when it comes to debt. So I assume that because you listen to the podcast, you know why I create money and why I dislike debt. But if not, I will briefly recap for you. From age 16 to 30, I sucked with money. I was in debt from age 18 after mishandling credit cards, even defaulting on one of them. And this caused my credit rating to absolutely plummet. Then nothing got better through my low-paid working years where money never interested me. I was just happy to take on debt in the form of credit cards and overdrafts. And it wasn't until I turned 28 when I started to gamble, something that I thought was my ticket to get out and have a lot of money, which for a brief period of time weirdly worked. I was actually a few grand up, but as everyone else knows, the house always wins and I went from plus around 3k to minus 5k pretty quickly and I maxed out all my credit cards with my girlfriend knowing absolutely nothing about it. 
it's safe to say that this was the darkest time of my life. Like I wasn't suicidal, but I can imagine it was as close as you can potentially get. I was earning £18,000 a year as a new police recruit, in debt and lonely. The good news is this was the catalyst for me getting off my ass and learning about how to get out of debt, which of course led me to other information that I regularly share. So it isn't all doom and gloom. But that period of around a year where I was paying minimum payments on what for me was a lot of debt, I was trapped. Forget that I was in gambling debt. It could have been anything, an overdraft, a car, a loan. It was the fact that I was a slave to these payments with no end in sight. Now, I came across a few people that had set plans to work your way out of debt. And the one that resonated with me the most was Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps. Now, episode seven of the podcast is all about this. So if you're currently in a situation that sounds anything similar to what I was in, then I would recommend going back and having a listen to it. But this plan and also many other personal finance experts gave me the motivation to become intensely focused on paying off this debt. From the moment I overpaid my first month's credit card bill, I genuinely felt like the world was lifted off my shoulders. On paper, it was probably only, I don't know, around £50 extra above my minimum payment, but it opened up an entirely different way of viewing money for me. I knew from then on I could actually tell my money what to do rather than these bloody credit card companies telling me what to do. And I managed to get debt free entirely in less than a year, way quicker than I actually thought I would have done. I worked my arse off, I did overtime, I sold stuff, I cut back and bought absolutely nothing for myself. And truthfully, I enjoyed every moment of it. It was like I had become financially enlightened. Ever since then, I have had a debt-free approach to personal finances, and I encourage others to do the same. It is an unusual way of living in this modern world. I totally understand that. Made more clear by the people in some of the comment sections of my videos. Genuinely, go and have a look. It's, it's quite funny. But the truth is, if you want to get different results, you need to do different things. And I truly believe that the best way to build wealth for the average person starts by being debt-free other than your mortgage, which frees up your income to live a better life and invest for your future without being a slave to the finance companies. So I have made a list of the top psychological effects that becoming debt-free other than a mortgage has had on me. Now I say other than a mortgage because 99% of us have no choice but to go into debt for a house, but I still think that this should be paid off as quickly as possible once you get one. Firstly, reduced stress and anxiety. One of the most immediate and obvious psychological benefits of living without debt is the reduction of stress and anxiety. Debt-related stress can be all-consuming, impacting various aspects of your life, from sleep patterns to relationships. And with money and debt problems being one of the leading causes of relationship arguments and divorce, it is without a shadow of doubt in my mind that debt is at the heart of many of that. Constantly worrying about debt payments, interest rates, and the fear of defaulting can lead to chronic anxiety. A debt-free existence liberates you from that mental and emotional strain associated with financial obligations, which opens up the floodgates to improve your financial situation exponentially afterwards. Being debt-free also improves your mental health. High levels of debt can lead to feelings of hopelessness and depression. And when I say high, it doesn't need to be like £100,000 worth of debt. For me, £5,000 felt like a huge amount. The constant pressure, even to meet the minimum payments, took a toll on my mental well-being. When you're not being burdened by debt, though, you can redirect that energy towards more positive and fulfilling pursuits, leading to better overall mental health. This means you can free up headspace and do more positive things with your time. I know that a lot of people in debt turn to unhealthy habits like 
gambling or drinking alcohol as an escape from the reality that they find themselves in, looking for a big win or just trying to forget and suppress their thoughts. I don't think I need more elaboration on this point. I think we all know this isn't where we want to be. Being debt-free can also enhance your self-esteem and your confidence. People often blame themselves for falling into debt, leading to feelings of inadequacy and lack of control over their financial lives. And when people successfully manage their finances and eliminate their debts, it can boost your self-esteem and self-confidence. They regain a sense of empowerment, knowing that they've taken control of their financial destiny. And truthfully, this is why I continued on my financial journey after becoming debt-free. It opened up a world of possibilities that I thought only were for rich people. Things like investing. Never in a million years would I have considered investing if I hadn't got into debt, dug my way out of debt, and then realized I have the power to control what I do with my money. When you're debt-free, you will have better relationships. Debt-related stress can strain your personal relationships, leading to conflicts and more often than not, financial infidelity and lying. Take me for example. I hid the fact that I had debt from my partner because I felt ashamed and guilty. Something I do not recommend to anybody. The fact is couples and families often argue about money, causing emotional distress and unhappiness. So by working through your debt, you can reduce financial conflicts and improve the quality of your personal relationships. This was actually probably the biggest impact on my life after becoming debt-free. I was always known by my girlfriend as being useless with money. It was a running joke. The irony now, I get it. She knew full well there was no way I could save up for an engagement ring without her knowing. So in a weird way, she got annoyed at me. She resented me because she was always going to know that a proposal was coming. Something that truthfully at the time wasn't even on my mind. But when I became debt-free... I realized that I was grown up enough to make decisions like that. And with the new tools that I was gaining, I managed to save up for an engagement ring without her even having a clue. Now that might sound trivial, but sorting my finances out and becoming debt-free genuinely changed my view on marriage. Needless to say, we are now married. And in our relationship, now that I'm confident with money, we both share financial goals. We talk about money openly and honestly and we even have a monthly financial meeting where we both agree on our budget without a single debt payment in sight you will have peace of mind and financial security the day-to-day -day experience of not having any debt for me is profound it's a sense of peace of mind and security not just financially but just in my life I now don't live in fear of financial emergencies or unexpected expenses. The absence of debt has allowed me to build an emergency fund and invest in mine and my daughter's future. And for me, this security has made me more stable and have a more positive mindset. And I know this might just sound like a bunch of words, but the peace of mind knowing that you aren't going to get any letters in the mail saying your interest rate's gone up and your minimum payments have increased and maybe you can't afford them anymore can't be overstated. Knowing I won't have to ever feel the dread of logging into my credit card app to check my balance and forgetting how high it actually was. Something that happened to me all the time, I avoided it and just dug my head in the sand. The fact is, many people today have never felt this because we're told the lie as soon as you start working, like 16 or 18, it's okay to finance that BMW because you deserve it. You work hard. Go buy those clothes on Klarna. You should buy the most expensive house you can. All the things that entrap you and even convince you that it's okay to do. For some people, all the way through to retirement. 
And for me, the final benefit is improved decision-making. Living without debt has enabled me to make decisions based on mine and my wife's aspirations and long-term goals rather than immediate financial pressures. It even allowed me to leave a job I wasn't enjoying anymore and start a business. I am now focused on trying to increase our net worth rather than just trying to stay afloat. My time horizon has gone from month to month to decade to decade in the future and even beyond. I personally am on a wealth building journey with the goal of living a fulfilling life where I can leave what I didn't have to my daughter. And I owe this all to getting into debt and learning I was a slave and empowering myself with the knowledge to get out. The good news is you can do the same. Or if you're not in debt, remember, you don't actually need it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you got something out of what I had to say on the subject of debt. If you're struggling with debt yourself, please go and get some help. You will not regret it. Speak to places like Step Change, Citizens Advice or the National Debt Line. As always, if you have any questions for me, feel free to DM, send an email or leave a comment on my socials. Please do remember to give the podcast a rating or leave a review on whichever platform you listen on. It helps the word get out to people who want to improve their financial situations, just like you and I. Until next week, peace.